Blog Talk Radio. And welcome to the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm Marie Hewlett, and I thank you for tuning in. All of us involved with the Pet Place are so happy to be part of the weekend news talk lineup on 540 and 1260 AM, which includes consumer activist Clark Howard, who follows us each Saturday at 11 AM. So when we finish up talking about animals, you'll have some great consumer information coming your way. Today, Zach Gray from Urban Tales Los Angeles will be joining us. Now, if you don't know about Urban Tales, I'll tell you now that it's a very special pet supply store that goes far beyond just being a pet supply store. We'll talk more about that, but I'll wait for Zach. And a little bit later, I'm going to turn the mic over to Gary Lykin, our senior producer, and he will be chatting with Char, a psychic intuitive, who will be sharing her thoughts on pets and people. So don't touch that dial. Your pets will never forgive you. Fun stuff coming up on the Pet Place Radio Show here on AM 540 and 1260. Welcome back to the Pet Place Radio Show here on AM 540 and 1260. I'd like to introduce Zach Gray of Urban Tales Los Angeles. Hi, Zach. Thanks Hi. for joining us. <laughs> How are you doing, Marie? It's great being here. Oh, and I'm so happy you brought Mr. Moon, too. Oh, the famous Mr. Moon, yes. Miss, Mr. Moon is, um, it looks like maybe a lab mix. Um, well, lab um, cattle dog. Okay. Chow. We don't really talk about the chow part of the family. Oh, okay. Does he have a little bit of blue on his tongue? He does. Oh. He has a little bit of a spot there on his tongue. And, uh, yeah, uh, he's a street dog. He came from the streets. He came from downtown Los Angeles. What do you mean? He was a homeless dog, or or what? Well, um, the the person who the person who owned him originally was 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 homeless. Okay. Um, And I kind of stumbled upon Mr. Moon one night after a couple of martinis at Moose and Frank's. And oh, we uh, want to talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) And um, and so I I took. Uh, the dog in under kind of like my auspices just to maybe find the dog at home. I didn't know what the, what the case history was. With you the know, dog. I think that's how most people end up with their pets. They say, yeah, we'll take care of them for a little while. Yeah. We'll find them a home. And then five years later. Yeah. And then the bonding <laughs> happens, which is pretty quick. And yeah. you're like, you know what? I think I'll hold on to this one for a while. The dogs have a way of looking at you with their big eyes and keep me, please. Well, <laughs> what I see is the unconditional love oh, that sure. they offer. And yeah. when you meet the needs of your dog, that's what I tell my clients uh, as a behavioral specialist. You know, when you rescue a dog or when you have a puppy, yeah, the first few weeks or the first few months may be just crazy. It's like having a child. Oh, definitely. But the first payback. Few years. Yeah, the first few years. <laughs> well, thank God, in, with, with, in dog years, it can happen just for a few weeks. But oh. the payback is just years of unconditional love. They're oh, not going to sure. leave you because, you know, they found someone else better or because you're losing your hair or, uh. you know, <laughs> I just don't feel like being here anymore. They, they, they're with you. Um, unconditionally, and I think that's good the bond. And bad. Yeah. yeah, it's an amazing thing. You know, we we started getting into a tangent so quickly. I think we should <laughs> probably roll back to uh, tell me about your background and urban tales and and everything that you've been up to. Uh, it's been um, quite uh, a roller coaster the, the past four years. Four, actually, four years ago, almost to the day, I opened my own company, uh, Urban Tales Los Angeles, specializing in obedience and behavior, offering group classes and private training. 
Um, I was formerly an associate to a dog trainer, very uh, well-known dog trainer in Los Angeles, and after about two years, I decided to go out on my own, unexpectedly so. I just uh-huh. kind of decided, you know what, I need to do one thing. Before this, I was a professional dancer for 17 years, mm-hmm. but I decided to focus on this one uh, industry, and that's I really an enjoyed it. interesting transition, yeah. dancer <laughs> to dog trainer. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's the story of my life. But uh, interesting enough, you know, dancing really lent itself to dog training because dogs are nonverbal communicators. They are masters of body language. That's right. And a lot of, you know, a very common comment I hear from clients is you how I use my body when I train. Um, and uh, you use hand commands when you train because since they are nonverbal communicators and they're masters of body language. But interestingly, interestingly enough, my dance background, I think, did or does lend itself to the dog training. Yeah, I never thought about that, but yeah. that makes perfect mm-hmm. sense. Um, so I opened uh, Urban Tales uh, four years ago and in a parking lot in a, in a place called Four Pets Only down okay. in Third Brea, and they, they actually closed last year, and I started with about 11 dogs in a puppy class. And then from that point on, it just really took off. And uh, last year in May, with my business partner, my former assistant, now business partner, Karina Martin, we opened Urban Tales Los Angeles, which is a 5,000-square-foot pet supply store specializing in eco-friendly product and human-grade food. But most importantly, it's now it's the hub for the training. So we have the group classes there. Oh, wow. And it's wonderful because people can come in with their dogs, and now it's a lifestyle. They can... They have a question of why their dog is doing this, and instead of you know having to book a private session, it's pretty much you know free advice. You know, come come with your dog. If you have a problem, we'll help you with it. Oh, that's fantastic! Now, what does the person see when they walk through the doors of Urban Tales Los Angeles? That's a very good question. Um, people from the outside they think it's going to be a boutique. Okay. Uh, we have chocolate awnings and really cool neon signs. Um, when you walk in, it's this vast loft. People say zen-like you know, space with a koi pond, really high ceilings, wide aisles, um, incredible product, uh, incredible music. Everything is, it's just an experience when you come in there. And what we're really becoming recognized for is not only the products that we carry, and we carry products for all animals, bird, cat, dog, fish, not just dog. I was going to ask you about that. That's great. um, But the experience and the attention to the customer detail Mm -hmm. that you can come in and be assured that we will answer your questions. And if you need a product that we don't carry, we will get you the product. So it's all about the customer. So it's really a great place for, a great resource for pretty much any pet owner. Exactly. That's fantastic. Now, do you do behavior training for just dogs, or do you also work with cats or other people, too. (laughs) You know, that really is the main thing. You train the person, you got a great animal. (laughs) No, I do, I do, um, I have four cats myself, and I, uh, do uh, I would well? I, I have specialized in cat behavior. It's very difficult. Mm-hmm. I always say, would you rather sit down and you know talk to a social debutante or, or a hermit? Well, you're going to get probably more out of the social debutante. Cats are just a completely different species. Oh yeah. Of course. Um, so I do do cat sessions. They're few and far in between. Okay. Um, but yeah, primarily dog. Okay. Now, now, Mr. Moon here is just so relaxed and easygoing, and, and he's had such a difficult life, and I know that you um, you met a very special organization as a result of having Mr. Moon in your life. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Sure. Um, I would say out of, out of difficulty lies opportunity, and um, 
when I was going through some hard times with my dog, because my dog actually went back to the streets, I came across uh, an organization called Downtown Dog Rescue, whom uh, our, I've always supported now, and now they are uh, the charity for Urban Tales. But Downtown Dog Rescue is an organization run by Lori Weiss, and she founded it, and w- with their emphasis of taking care of the dogs on Skid Row. And it doesn't mean that they're feeding the dogs necessarily. Mm-hmm. What it is is they will uh, spay, neuter, inoculate, and microchip the animal to the homeless person or to the person of the owner. Does that be homeless? Okay. Um, Do they provide additional support, like maybe help them out with getting food and absolutely. things like that? Absolutely. And they they just did an incredible event uh, in um, I believe it was in Compton, where they will do a spay and neuter clinic. Oh, And excellent. I was involved with, in, with one of them last year where there was over 100 dogs that were sterilized. Mm-hmm. And people come from the community, and it's free sterilization. And, and microchip. this is the homeless community. Uh, well, it's, it's, it's a and community period, yeah. Oh, okay. It's, it, they offer, they really reach out to the communities. And they it turns into a block party. They bring DJs, and there's wow. food. And so they really make an event. And it's all about education as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just an incredible resource. This organization w- really changed my life because it allowed me to, you know, have, you know, or get my dog back. Um, but I support them with everything. They're so, they're, they are an amazing organization. Downtown Dog Rescue, downtowndogrescue.com is their, um, is their website. Oh, that's a great resource, you know. And we should probably find out where is Urban uh, Urban Tales <laughs> Los Angeles? We're talking about it, but we don't know where it is. Oh, that's true. Uh, Urban Tales Los Angeles is located at 7515 Beverly Boulevard, and that's just west of Gardner. It's right around the Grove area, okay. and there's parking next to the store, and we just offer a lot of, you know, when we say it's a lifestyle store, we have a vaccination clinic once a month. We offer the anesthesia-free teeth cleaning um, we do lectures, we do specials and happy hours, and it's really, uh, it's turned into quite wow. quite a hub. So it's like a social club almost for animal people. I say it's like cheers, you know, <laughs> it's like where everybody knows your name. What's so wonderful is having a store and me being a very social creature myself and Karina Martin, my business partner. Mm-hmm. It's, it, I mean, people come in and it's like we know their names, we know their dogs, and, and they really, you know, hang out, they'll sit by the koi pond and it, there's no Russian shopping. It's not like let's just run in and get buy some pet food. They come in for the whole experience, and that's what we like. Well, are you planning on expanding maybe into Orange County because <laughs> <laughs> that's where I'm from? <laughs> Urban Hills, Anaheim. Uh, we have a lot of plans for the company. Oh, yeah. good. Um, we're, we're really happy with the success of it. And uh, it's not only that we love animals mm-hmm. because we, you know, without, I would say without my dog, I'd be nothing. Probably it wouldn't be anything, but um, <laughs> but we love people too, uh-huh. and and to be able to effectively communicate with our clients and make them feel very comfortable as well, I think is the key to the success of Urban Tales. Oh, that's fantastic! Now, for people who are a little further away and might not be able to actually visit your store, are there some online resources to Urban Tales? That yes, you can always email us uh, at uh, the website is urbantales.net and okay. tales is spelled T-A-I-L-S and okay. it's .net don't go to .com because you'll get lost in Disney forever uh oh um, <laughs> so you can always email us through urbantales.net and we have uh, it's a pretty interactive website uh, I do write for the, Pe- the Pet Gazette uh, and uh, you can also do consultations there's online training which is really fun we put together about 20 different online training videos oh that which sounds fantastic which you can fantastic. subscribe to and it's very reasonable on a monthly basis and we'll take you step by step through the training process. And we used untrained, actually we used the Osborne's puppies. We used three <laughs> untrained puggles 
and we sh we actually take you through the training process, and people are just amazed on how easy it is. It's very easy to train your dog. Oh, Zach, that sounds like an amazing resource. So, urbantales.net. Well, folks, unfortunately, this time always goes by so fast when I have uh, guests coming into the studio. I wish I could just chat forever, but um, we're kind of out of time. So, I want to thank you, Zach, for coming in. Thank you And very maybe much. you could come back again in the future and tell us a little more about your updates and exciting news. Oh, absolutely. I okay. would love to. Fantastic. Well, don't go away, folks. We will be right back here on the Pet Place Radio Show on AM 540 and 1260. Welcome back to the Pet Place Radio Show on 540 and 1260 AM. I'm Gary Lykin. And I'm here with Char Margolis, a psychic intuity who has written a wonderful new book called Discover Your Inner Wisdom and how you can use intuition, logic, and common sense to make your best choices. It's just been published by Simon & Schuster, and it has a terrific introduction by psychic John Edward. Good morning, Char. Good morning, Gary. Thank you so much for inviting me on your show. Oh, we're happy to have you, you here. You know, I'm a huge animal lover. You know that. I know that. <laughs> you always have been. Oh, my God. I don't know how many stray cats I've caught and saved, and oh, my God, and keep a leash in my car. <laughs> That's a good thing. That's what a lot of good pet people always do. Yeah. Now, you write in your book how people are faced with countless decisions, from the trivial to the important Yet few are truly able to hear that, that inner voice. Now, as you know, for many of us, we think of our pets like people, and they communicate with us, I believe. I think you believe that, too. So how do we tune in to their energies? What, to animals? Yes. Oh, my God. There's, there's no one more pure than the animals. And um, it's all about feeling energy. When you, when you feel, when you tune into a person, and you want to know something about them, you feel their energy. It's no different than than tuning, than feeling the energy of your animal. I mean, I'm sure so many people here can identify with this one. How many times did you put your black pants or black sweater on the bed thinking, okay, kitty cat, do not sit on it. <laughs> do not sit on it. I'm going out somewhere very nice, and I cannot have animal hairs on my outfit. And the next thing you know, they jump on it. And they make a little bed right on your beautiful pants. That's so true. <laughs> because I feel they read minds. I feel that animals read thoughts, and I feel that we read their thoughts. I remember um, when I had my dog, Angel, I, I don't know why, but, you know, when you love, love is the bridge that connects us to the spirit world, and love is the bridge that connects us to understanding energy and feeling energy of those so close to us, and there's no one more close to us than our, our loved ones and our animals. But I remember taking my dog to the vet and saying, could you please check out my dog? There's something wrong with her, and I don't know what it is, but she was fine. She acted perfectly fine, but I said, just check her out with a fine-tooth comb. I just have a feeling. Sure. And she found a cyst on her breast, and it was cancerous, and we caught it just in time. I put her on Eziac. And uh, which is a non-toxic herbal remedy that um, actually both my dogs had cancer. Neither of them died of cancer because of the Seziac. Wow. Yeah, I know Shackley carries it. They call it something else, but it's amazing. But anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm getting too excited. 
But what we do is we communicate we communicate through thought. Thought has power. Thoughts create reality. And the this energy of of thought is how we communicate with the spirit world and with our loved ones. I when I swam, I had a, 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 I'm very blessed that I had an opportunity to swim with dolphins at one time. And when, and there was a scientist who observed them, who was watching me with them. And they said, she said, oh my God, she said, I've never seen anything like it. She says, is, it is as if you were one of them. And what I did was, is I felt their energy and became one with them, like I do when I'm communicating with the spirit world. I connect with the energy of the loved one from the other side. And I do the same thing when uh, I did the same thing when I was with the the dolphins and with animals. Well, that's why I think that, you know, the kind of work you do can help out with pets as well as people. Yeah, because there's, you know, who, look at, you can, you know, God forbid, but you can kick a dog or starve it or whatever, they'll come back and lick your face. Mm -hmm. How many people do you know like that? (laughs) None. Animals know unconditional love. Yes. And, and, And that's really all that matters in life is love. Because when we pass over, it's not how rich we are or how famous or successful. It's about our deeds and how, how we lived our lives and the choices we make. So, I know that animals try to connect with us and communicate with us. And I know when I once my friend's mother's cat was missing, and I just had this overwhelming feeling about it. And I said, I know she's in the bushes right near your house. She didn't go very very far. And you know what? I went there and found her. And um, I have TV shows in the Netherlands, and um, my... Um, one of the executive's assistant, cat was missing. Now, what I didn't realize, I was in the middle of taping my shows, and what I didn't realize is the cat was missing for a week. But I had this overwhelming feeling that she needed to go out at like 3 in the morning, and the cat would come back, and she found it. Wow. And I talk about understanding intuition in my book, yes. Discover Your Inner Wisdom. And if people go to char.net, C-H-A-R dot N-E-T, they can learn more about um, my work. And I'm doing some speaking engagements in L.A. and New York and on March 14th. And, um, and everything that I teach and everything that I do relates not just to people but animals as well, although I, I do work mostly about people. But um, but it's really all the same. Do our do our pets watch over us too, like people do when they've crossed over? Yeah, you know it's interesting. How have you ever been alone in your in your living room or in your bedroom, and all this and there's nobody in there but you, and all of a sudden in your peripheral vision you see something scoot by. Yes. And you look and there's nothing there. It's your dog. It's your dog that passed over, or your cat. They're always around. When I walk into my barn in Michigan, I don't have any. I don't have any animals now. I just feed the deer because, well, I do. We feed the deer. We're guilty, but I buy corn every week. <laughs> it's my favorite thing. And um, but I travel too much to have an animal. And when I go into my barn, I still see my horse that died, you know, 15 years ago, 10 years ago. 
and I look, and I go, oh, my God. And then I look again, and I go, oh, that's right. It's a spirit. Well, what I'm amazed about is even when I look at my own cat, my cat seems to look up at me like the cat is reading my mind, <laughs> you know, or intuitively doing what I'm, what I'm thinking. And he'll look at me, and he'll give me such, such a look like, I know you want to do this, but I really want to do this, you know. Right. It's, it's, I, well, think, I think that's what it's about is learning to understand our animals. Yeah, and to, to feel feelings. You know what? Whenever I'm upset or sad, how many times has, has this happened to your listeners? You don't, the only one who really gets it is your animal, and they come and they lick your face or they sit on or the cat jumps on your lap and licks your hand because they know you're upset and they want to try to fix you. That's true. It is true. Yeah. Animals are the most sensitive of all. And anybody who has one, it's a privilege to have one. Well, is it true what they say that animals are more intuitive? Like they'll say animals know when an earthquake is coming, you know, before the rest of us? Well, that's a good point because I talk about this when I speak. Do you know that when the tsunami came, the animals instinctively went to dry land? Animals have instinct. People have intuition. Now, some people may have had a feeling something was wrong, but they didn't really listen to their intuition and their gut feeling. But the animals immediately went to dry land. So they know. So they know. They know about earthquakes. They know. They get restless. Well, I would strongly uh, urge to our listeners out there that if they want to learn more about this, they should definitely pick up your book. Again, it's called... Discover your inner wisdom using intuition, logic, and common sense to make your best choices. Thank by you. By Char, and it's by Simon and Schuster, and I've seen it on display as as part of the uh, the new offerings at Barnes and Noble and Borders and elsewhere. So I encourage people to go out and uh, and pick it up because you can learn so much about yourself and realize that you have the ability as well to do what what Char does. And Char has many good points in the book to. To pass along to you, and like uh, she also mentioned, if you have follow-up questions or anything, you can also go to Shar.net and uh, look and find out more information. So, Shar, thank you, thank you, thank you thank so much you, for Gary, being with and us. Thank you, and I and I really respect all your listeners who love the little ones because the animals really are what helps make life so much better. Thank uh, you so much. You're welcome. All right, we're listening to. Excuse me. We're listening to the Pet Place Radio Show. It's on 540 and 1260, and we'll be back right after these messages. You're listening to the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm Marie Hewlett, and thanks for tuning into our show today. Don't forget that the Pet Place television show is on every Sunday morning at 6.30 a.m. on KDOC, where we feature homeless, adorable, adoptable pets from local shelters and rescue groups. I'd like to thank Ralph's Grocery Store and their pet club for playing a major role in helping the Pet Place continue in its mission. If it wasn't for their generous support, we couldn't do this. The Pet Place has helped literally thousands of animals find permanent homes over the years, but there are always more pets that end up in shelters and rescue organizations, and we need to continue getting the word out about these beautiful animals. So I am sending out a huge thank you to Ralph for helping us to continue with this important mission. I'd like to close the show today with a reminder that pet adoption is for life, and please don't forget, spay or neuter your pets. 
Thanks so much, everyone. I'm Marie Hewlett, and I'll be back next Saturday on AM 540 and 1260. Have a great weekend. Thank you.